Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me, Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening. This episode is a very... How do I say it? Uh? It's, um, it's something that I feel is quite creepy um, but quite kesian as well. Um, basically, it's about this man. Okay, so let's just call him Abang Yan. Okay, so Abang Yan ni, he is... Um, I wouldn't say a friend. Uh, he's more than a friend. Uh, he has uh worked with me a couple of times. Um, but by the way, his name Abang Yan is not his real name. Ah, so before you guys go like Yan Mane, Yan Mane, Sofian, whatever, it's not his real name. I'm just using Namo Samaran. Uh, he has worked with me a couple of times for um some shows. Okay, so he was just uh, sharing with me about his elder sister. So his his elder sister is um four years older than him. Okay. And this is a story that he shared with me about his sister and how he feels like um his elder sister or his kakak is um terpilih. Terpilih means chosen one. Um not so much of chosen one to be to, uh, to 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 bring change for the world or whatever or like can see things. I mean yes, can see things but but he feels like his sister is being owned by someone. You get what I mean? Okay. This sounds a bit weird. But let me just continue the story first, okay? Um, and then you guys will know what I mean. So basically, essentially, what 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 he says is... Um, Abang rasa yang macam ada benda ni... Uh, tengah control kakak. My kakak. Okay. Now, let's bring it all the way to his childhood. So he says that all the time... Um, during his childhood, he has experienced something supernatural, but it's always leading to the sister. Now, he believed the first incident that he can really think and he cannot forget was when he was eight years old. So his sister was twelve years old. Okay, and uh, just to give a bit of context, that day, um, kakak de datang hit. So his sister. Um, got her menses and that's her first menses meaning that at 12 years old it was her first menses and she has blossomed lah you know I do not know why I'm speaking in figurative terms she has menses by the way they are Bali lah okay so that was the first time she got her, she got her menses and he, and he said that I will never forget the day that she got her menses because at the turn of adulthood alright of her becoming a woman this thing start to latch on her so he doesn't know whether it belongs to the family or someone sent it or whatever, but he just feels that this thing is with her since since um she was twelve years old, all the way until she is like in her sixties now. So basically, like this kaka is in her sixties already. She's married and she has two kids. Okay, they lived in Kampung Mandai. All right, Kampung Mandai ni um. What we call that is was what was this kampung that 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 he and the sister grew up at lah, you know. Um, he said that when she was twelve years old, on the day yang they dapat menses there, she came back home. Alright, she came back home from school. They were all living in a kampung, by the way. So she came back home from school, and he was only eight years old. So they check up the dabalik sekolah dulu, then kakak dia balik lah sekolah lambat lah, you know. So when the kakak balik sekolah lambat, kakak dia went to the mother and said. Um, keluar darah 
whatever. So I think the mother um knew what was, what was happening. So the mother actually brought her to to one side, and then asked her to clean up. And then she was just like, "Macam," I think sharing with her like what to do from now on. Now that you're a woman, blah 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 blah, and she said, "Okay." So she said that night, Maghrib, the checkup, the nak keluar. So Magde was like. Maknya abang ni was like Kau nak keluar maghrib-maghrib buat apa? Dia cakap oh Nak pakai si kawan uh, barang sekolah she, So she said So mak dia cakap Okay boleh keluar Tapi jangan balik lambat Okay She went out Okay So she said He said that uh, Rumah dia Dekat depan uh, rumahnya Kampung dekat uh, Kampung Mandai ni It's like a long winding road Okay, so the lo- it's, it's, it's long winding road. So to the sides are all the houses. So if you walk straight on the gravel pavement, you cannot miss her, okay? So he said, I remembered vividly that day, my sister went out of my kampung, or of, of the kampung house, and she walked all the way straight. Okay, I didn't think much about it. She went out after maghrib. Okay, she didn't go before maghrib because mak dia tak kasi keluar maghrib. She went right after maghrib dalam pukul tujuh, tujuh setengah gitu. So she went out. That was the last time I saw her. The next time I saw her, she came back at like after 12 midnight. Now, by the time the 12 midnight, the mother was furious. Okay? She was a bit worried and they almost did like a search party for her. Because the mother actually went to the girl's house because dah pukul 10 kan. I think dah pukul 10 gitu. It's already been 3 hours. Dia ni tak balik-balik. So, mak dia, kan, mak dia, um, keluar lah. Keluar, cari, mengamuk lah. Cari anak dia. Cakap nak pergi rumah kawan, right? Bagi, bagi something. Now, the friend's house is all the way to the other side of the gravel. Okay? Of the pavement lah. So, the pavement is about maybe um, 100 meters like that. Okay, so the mother went out and was furious. So the mother went to the friend's house and she wasn't there. So the mother thought the first instinct was the mother said, "Okay, my daughter is lying lah because she says she's gonna come here and pass something to your daughter." She talked to the to the girl's mother lah, you know. So tak balik, tak balik. Dia mengamuk, dia mengamuk, dia dah macam dah um, whatever. But then I think by the time it was like coming to midnight, she got a bit scared because she's like, "Shit, anak aku ni kena baham dengan binatang ke?" You know, did she got eaten by an animal, a wild animal? Was she kidnapped, you know? And, and if she's kidnapped, like, who kidnapped her, whatever. So, she was very scared. So, the mother was, started crying lah, you know? And they they almost had a search party. They said that by the time, um, pukul 1 pagi, by 1am, if she's not back at home, they would do a search party for the entire kampung. 12 plus, she said, 12 plus, my sister went into the house as if nothing happened. So, dia kena sepak, dia kena terancang dengan mak dia tau. Like, basically, like, this mother, uh, his mother, like, slapped her and then, like, scolded her and asked her, where the hell did you go? You said you want to go and send uh, things to your friend. You went out for five hours, blah, 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 blah. But then she said, my sister came back, like, macam, as if nothing happened. Like, she didn't cry when she was being beaten. She didn't say sorry. She just kept quiet. She just kept quiet, that's it. Okay? Now, he said that that was the first time I saw my sister being different. Alright, and my sister didn't become herself after that. After that, after after that day, she said that my my sister was actually very boisterous, very chatty. You know, like much um, I love to joke around. You know, very like very upbeat, very 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 like upbeat girl and all that. But she's but he said that after this incident when she came back home at twelve o'clock, um, he was different. Ah, uh, she was different. Okay.
Now, he his theory was that it was during this time that dia dah kena dumping dengan benda ni. She was being um you know, something latched onto her. Nothing happened that night. Okay. Um I mean to to the sister at least you know so the mother dah marah-marah bapak dia dah marah-marah-marah then they just they all went to sleep so, so so when they all went to sleep right my friend which is this abang abang Yan ni cakap dalam pukul 3 pagi at 3am on that same night that she went back home at 12.30 we heard someone thumping the atap zinc you know you know kampung houses they got the zinc houses right At first, he said it sounded like a bird flapping, like a giant bird flapping its wing. So it goes, duck, 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 duck. And then it sounded as if someone is jumping on the atap roof. So it really felt like, duck, 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 duck. And this someone was something that's really heavy and big. So the whole family got scared. So basically, there's um okay. So Abang Yan, uh, has has a uh, two sisters. Okay, and he has one younger sister. So he's the only guy. So there are the kakak long satu. Yang kakak dia yang nombor dua ni yang four years younger, uh, four years older, four years older than him is the second one. Then it's him. Then his younger sister. So they all they all got really scared. So the whole family was really scared. The father actually went out, keluarkan parang. You know, went tukar o parang. Keluar itu kampung, tengok dekat atas uh, atas zinc tu, punya atap. Tak ada orang. There wasn't anyone. So, the father didn't think much about it. Um, I think the parents knew lah what was that 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 followed her home. But they didn't want to scare the kids. And Abang Yan was saying like, oh, I so didn't want... I, I think they didn't want to scare us, so they didn't say it. But I knew, you know, that it was something that's um, not pleasant and something that's supernatural that, that came back and followed her home. The second night, this thing happened, and he said that I'll never forget this thing. Also, the second night he was asleep, and you know, macam dulu rumah rumah kampung, right? Um, he has a habit of not sleeping on a mattress because he says that, uh, his body is very, like he, you know, eight eight old boys like they they sleep like they rather sleep on the floor and all that, right? He doesn't like to sleep on the mattress because he said that the mattress is too soft, is too soft. So he likes to sleep on the floor, or not on the floor, on the on the kayu floor. The um houses in the kampung, I just imagine. So it's made up of planks of wood, right? So in between these planks, you have like little openings, correct? Now, these little openings, when you look down from the wherever you are, living room or the room, when you look down, it's where the basement. I would say the basement. Like you know, you know that that opening of the kampung houses, because kampung houses are all built on stilts, right? So there's that macam um it's not an ambin I mean it's kat luar dekat bawah tu you know the 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 um one meter length of empty space right so they will like store their chickens underneath the kampung some of them store their stuff some of them will store like um sandbags you know because sometimes it get flood there's flooding and you have to like You have to cordon off your house with the with the sandbag and all that. So he said that bawah rumah abang kampung tu, di kat bawah tu, dari kita letak ayam kita, kita ada ayam uh, dengan um, sandbag, okay? So that night, okay, the second night after they heard, they all heard that flapping and then that thumping, that that, that someone like as if someone is hopping on the atap punya roof. He said that he was awakened by someone going. 
so he was awake. So he he he. he I mean, he woke up lah. So when he woke up, he was actually lying down to the side. So meaning, when he looked to the when 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 he looked down, he looked exactly at the opening of the planks of the wooden planks. Okay, he said he saw. <laughs> he saw his sister, yang yang this kakak dia yang nombor dua ni, tengah duduk kat bawah. And he was just, and this this sister of his was just staring up at him, just looking up. So they were looking at each other through this opening of the plank, between the planks lah. So his first instinct was, "Hey, the old boy, right?" He said, "Kak, kau buat apa kak? Kak, kau buat apa?" But this kakak of his didn't say anything. Just look up and smile at him. And the smile, he said, like, Abang Yang tak boleh lupa dia benda senyum. Senyum dia macam senyum. Macam very menacing smile lah. You know? So he's like, Kak, kau buat apa, Kak? Dah malam ni. Kau balik. Nanti nanti kau kena pukul lagi. That's why he said, You better come back home. If you're gonna, you're gonna, I mean, you're gonna get, like, um, beaten up again. But the sister, like, uh, open inverted commas, the sister was just there, sitting down, and facing up, looking at him and smiling. Then, Shortly after, he felt a tap on his shoulder. When he felt a tap on his shoulder, he turned, and his sister was there. Sister cakap, Oi, kau berbangsa apa? And who are you talking to? Then he's like, eh, shit. So he looked down. So when he looked down, there's nothing there. So he looked look at his sister, cakap, Kakak, tadi kau kat bawah kan? Aku nampak kau kat bawah, kau tengah senyum-senyum kat aku. Then the kakak is like, Kau gila ke apa? Like I could just I was here beside you Sleeping throughout Because they all sleep together You know uh, In the living room And then they would like Sleep sandwich lah You know uh, Only I think he said Only my elder sister Has has her own room But yang tiga-tiga ni Yang 12 tahun 8 tahun Dengan I think 6 years old um, Slept in the living room So he said I'll never forget So I do not I do not know Until now Until now When I'm in my 60s I do not know Who was that I saw Sitting Underneath my my house and who looked like my sister fast forward eh fast forward so kakak dia became very reclusive um like macam not talk to her, like like macam not talk to people keep to herself became very quiet and all that so she only like talk when it's needed you know and it, it, there was a shift lah you know but i think the mother and the father at the point of time was like macam oh Budak-budak tekanan-tekanan nak naik You know like you know How like sometimes When you go into adulthood When you are a teenager You become very angsty You don't talk to people You keep to yourself So the mother and the father Thought it was that You know But the mother and father Didn't think that There was something that's wrong Until Alright When she was 16 Okay So everything Everything happened It's normal Blah 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 uh, Nothing bad happened Until she was 16 They went to a funeral So they said that Kampung funeral Obviously like the whole kampung Will be there lah kan Okay so yang meninggal ni was this nenek. He still remember it was this nenek. Um, dia punya pekerjaan dulu mak bidan. Okay, so this nenek was the was the was the village punya mak bidan. Mak bidan, how do I say it? She is the one who delivers kids. Yeah, okay. So, um, she passed away. So she passed away when she was in her eighties. She was quite old already when she passed away. 
And the family, of course, the family knew this lady, this might be done. So the family went to the house to ziarah. So everyone was there. The whole kampung was there, blah, blah, blah. Don't have mandikan jenazah. And then they put the jenazah, of course, in the middle of the living room, lah, right? Um, and then they just covered her with um, kain batik lepas. But, so basically, everyone was just coming there to just pay their last respects so to this might be done. Because this might be done was very, very famous in the, in the kampung. She was like the only um, person who was doing whatever she was doing. He was already 12 years old, right? And uh, the primary six lah. So, when macam dah, 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 macam dah besar sikit lah, you know. And he remembered his sister come to him. And then the sister tengah minum air, air kopi. So, they serve kopi, you know. So, the, 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 the sister took a cup of kopi and then sat beside him. And then the sister said, Nek, aku lupa nenek apa nama siapa nenek tu okay, let's, let's just say because the the abang did abang yang ni did mention the name of the nenek I do not know what's the name of the nenek I forgot but let's just put the nenek as nenek uh, nenek nenek ma boleh nenek ma okay so let's just say that the name is nenek ma so the sister went beside this abang yang and said eh nenek ma ni betul dah mati ke tidak Then the the brother was like this. Abang was like, "Kau gila apa? Yang kat depan tu siapa? And then this was she said, "Tak, dia duduk sebelah aku sah. Dia duduk ah dia duduk sebelah aku sekarang." So he's like, "Kau biar betul like, are you sure?" And after that she actually turned and said, "Nikma, Nikma dah mati ke belum? Like that, you know." So he got really freaked out. He went to his father and he said, like. Ayah, tengok, like, kakak was like, you know, kakak is like, not being herself. So, the father went to the kakak and said like, kau kenapa? Kau okay ke tidak? And after the sister's like, ah, tak ada, tak ada, tak ada. Then, the sister just senyum and then just continue drinking her, her, her kopi. So, he said that this has happened numerous occasions. So, apparently, this sister, right, of his, has developed a gift of seeing Corinne. Okay, Corinne, for those of you who do not know, I'm just going to repeat it, it's like, The gene that looks like you lives in a different universe, but yeah, looks like you. Anyway, so that's that's like your your spirit from birth, lah. Everyone has got a Corin. Um, so she has a has a habit of, no, no, has a habit lah. She has started to develop this gift of being able to talk to people's Corin. But I said I will never forget that because the cara the bubble tu macam macam tak ada apa. You know, macam macam tak ada apa. Macam dia cakap, ah, uh, di. Nikma ni dah mati ke tidak? And the brother was like, Apa kau? Yang kat depan tu siapa? Tak pasal dia duduk sebelah aku sekarang. Kau biar betul. And she turned and she said, Nikma, Nikma dah mati ke tidak? <laughs> and then she said that the sister, um, Okay lah. I do not know whether this is the right word to use, but the word that he used, I'm using it verbatim eh. He said, I do not know whether my sister ni, dia autistic ke, dia low IQ, ataupun dia, um, macam a special special needs kid because ever since that day when she came back when she came back home um and she got lost for like macam four hours she dah berhenti sekolah shortly after so she stopped school after sec 2 she didn't go to school after sec 2 and my 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 friend is abang yang said that my sister almost became like, macam macam slow ah, for a lack of a better phrase, macam like slow, macam in in her own world, you know, macam bubual pun macam bubual, gitu-gitu, like 
no critical thinking um very very simple you know um always take things at face value blah blah, blah. so they were in fact very worried about her so they thought that she was actually going um, going mental lah you know but actually she wasn't um or maybe she is nobody knows because nobody brought her to a psychiatrist or or, or, or to to get any form of um professional help you know but he did say that they all were so um macam worried for the sister but eventually the sister did get married you know because the sister worked in a factory after that um and then she met her husband who was also working at the factory and they got married and thankfully you know um even until now she said that my sister is a very simple woman you know very simple woman um macam pergi kerja pergi balik kerja balik dia macam tak berbual sangat dengan orang you know she's very to herself but the kids are very smart my this abang yang was like saying anak-anak semua very very smart but itulah dia macam dia punya gift is dia boleh berbual dengan korin orang ah so i do not know whether she's talking to a korin or she's talking to a jin Oh, okay. Shit, this very big thing. I do not know why I left this. I, I left this detail out. Okay, um, this thing happened when on her wedding day. Okay, so on her wedding day, I think she was twenty four, twenty five, around there. Abang yang check up when she when she got married. The height of this whole craziness with this thing that's with her. Okay. Dia dah dia tengah bersanding right So Malay weddings Malay Muslim weddings Or Malay weddings lah Not Muslim weddings Malay weddings There's this um Time where Ada silat Right I'm sure for those of you Who have been to a wedding For my non-Malay friends You have seen this silat This welcoming silat um, <laughs> So yang silat tu adik dia Abang yang ni lah yang silat Okay Because I think he learned silat When he was in school And then he He actually Um, loved it So he decided to do it So he and his friends Did the silat Pengantin lah You know When they were doing the silat He said The sister He said that I saw my sister On the pelamin Okay Mata dia Kan Jadi putih The eyes became very white So she was looking up So He thought That the sister was going through a fit macam nak sawan You know how people nak sawan Macam mata dia ke atas So he actually stopped When he stopped And then he said Kak Engkau okay ke tidak He shouted Kak kau okay ke tidak The sister eyes just went back To normal And then she gave him the same smile He said the same smile that she gave me When I saw her sitting underneath The kampung house uh, The kampung hut So she asked Like he, like this abang yan Ask the friends Like Kau nampak tak kakak uh, My eyes uh, My sister's eyes And um, apparently Nobody saw Nobody saw Because it was very fast He said that It just happened in 3 seconds Mata kakak dia Naik ke atas jadi putih You know It was very fast And like It's like blink and you miss it Even the Groom didn't see it Even the Andam didn't see it No one eh? He said there were Hundreds of people At that place No one saw the sister's eyes went white. Only him. So he thought it was his. So he thought it was his imagination, lah. So he didn't think much about it until when he finished his silat. Like, so basically, he he continued the silat. He finished his silat. So when he went back, he walked away from the um from the plumbing. There's this pachi. There's this pachi um who came up to him and said this. 
je kat belakang kakak kau. That thing is behind your sister. So my, f- this abang Yan, my friend was like, apanya kat belakang? And then the pakcik just said, kalau tahu, tahulah. Kalau tak tahu, tak apa. You know? So the, the pakcik just said, if you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. So apparently only him and the pakcik saw. So I think the pakcik has got the third eye or mungkin pakcik ni tak kosong ke whatever. So the pakcik saw. Um, yeah. He didn't, he didn't think much about it lah, you know. Because, I mean, he didn't want to scare anyone. So he just kept it to himself, you know. So it's like a secret that only he and the pakcik know when he saw the sister punya mata putih. And I, and I asked him, putih macam mana bang? Macam like, literally, the eyes 180 degree turn. Maknanya betul-betul tak nampak Uh, mata hitam pun It's all like white He got so scared So he, he got freaked out And he said I will never forget that Because That's my that's my elder sister what You know And after that There's this random pakcik Cakap ada benda kat belakang dia Like How will you make out of it So he said that The sister now is much better And all that But the The Corinne thing Has happened many many times So even the The daughter So she has two daughters Even the daughters Will actually come And cakap dengan Cik Yan You know They, they call They call this um, Friend of mine Cik Yan lah Cik Yan Cik Yan tahu tak Mama buat hal lagi That time kita pergi Apa tu Kita pergi melawat kan Dia cakap Orang tu tengah makan Dekat 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 meja So like literally That she will go to She will go to um, Funerals And she will tell her daughters Eh That person is eating On the table On the dining table And the person is really dead lah The person is really lying down On the Like In the living room There was also once Dia cakap Oh benda uh, Dia tengah isap rokok So they went to a relative's place I forgot who was his relative of, of theirs They went to this relative's place Yang meninggal lelaki uh, Pakcik lah Dah, dah, dah dikafankan Orang semua dah, dah Blah-blah-blah So um, Tengah Tabur pacai The family memang tengah tabur pacai dia pergi dekat anak dia this, this kakak Went to the daughter And cakap Eh Orang tak berpacai Tapi dia isap rokok So the daughter was like Apa ma? So apparently The mother saw This pakcik Was outside in the corridor Smoking a cigarette <laughs> So yeah I think the daughters are used to it really lah But um, That is the gift that he says His sister has Um I don't know whether it's a gift or a curse or maybe she's just seeing things or maybe it's just this thing manifesting. But he said that this is something that's creepy and quite kesian because I do not know what is actually troubling my sister. I do not know what is with my sister. I do not know where she went. So they actually ask her, you know, like, kau pergi mana, kau pergi mana, kau pergi mana. She never responded. She never told anyone anything. So they do not know where she went for that four hours, you know. Um, she just, but what do? Kena pukul, kena pukul, kena pukul Tapi dia bisukan diri You know um, And that was the story that that he shared with me That I thought was was very interesting And I wanted to share it with you guys as well So if you all know anyone Any individuals who have the same gift Or has gone through the same thing I really want to know whether it's an isolated case Or there are many other people who Who have this gift where um, There's a spirit yang berdampingan orang. And make them unable to see things. So, yeah. That's the story I have for this episode of Berhantu. Thank you so much for listening. And till I see you again in the next episode of Berhantu. <laughs>